0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the Honda Classic and share our takes on what the ultimate golf course would be. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back to the Sandy Pars Podcast. I am your host, Randy Duran, joined by my co host, Ryan Munoz. Yes, sir. Happy Monday! Happy Monday, episode fifty-five. We're gonna be recording on Monday nights from here on out. Um, it makes more sense to talk about the tournaments like the day the day after they happen. It gives us uh, a couple buffer days if we can't make the pod um, for whatever reason because we yeah. have real lives as well. So, uh, looking forward to it. Yes, indeed. Uh, we had a great week in terms of uh, professional golf. You got to actually get out out there on the course in Manteca. G, how did you play?
1: Um, I played about is is basically really like I thought I would play. Uh, shot a ninety. I, I've I've played golf I believe twice in the new year, so uh, I was pleased with my ball striking and my my game up until about like around the greens. I just didn't have. I felt off. I didn't have any touch uh, with with my. Shots around the green, and then mm-hmm. I didn't putt very well either, which is to be expected, having only played a couple times. Yeah. Uh, I've practiced, but I haven't practiced chipping too much or, yeah. or putting even recently. So, um, <clears throat> I shot a 90. I had a ton of three putts. I think anytime I was on in regulation, I had a look at birdie, I three putted mm-hmm. for a bogey. Um, I had a good amount of pars, finally hit some good chips towards the end. Um, but yeah, dude, it was fun. It was a good time. A little slow Saturday round at a Muni Muni golf course. It took six hours, you said? Yeah, just about. We got, I I miss, we we started a little late because it was so cold in the valley. So, uh, everything was like pushed back a a few groups. So we were supposed to be at like 1226 and I don't think we teed off till maybe even like 1250. And Manteca played, it was in good shape? Yeah, it was in good shape. It was in good shape. Um, you know, wintery, so some spots are a little dead, but right, what are you gonna it do? It does freeze, I mean, yeah, yeah. They and they, the greens were fast, real fast. Uh, and I just like I just didn't putt that well. Uh, putting probably worse than even my, my short game,
0: yeah. It's so, crazy that course used to have the, the greens, I think they over fertilized or something, and they were always super soft. And then they got someone else taking care of it or running the, that place out there, they flipped the, the order of the nines. Uh, in terms of after you on one, it goes to what used to be hole eleven, and it circles back that way. Mm, and okay. it, I mean, it makes the it makes the routing of the course a lot better, I think, because um, coming down on what was nine, now it's eighteen. That's like their signature hole. Yeah, like you want that to be, um, you know, how it finishes up.
1: Yeah. So no, I mean, it's it's and that course is I forget that it's a little narrower than I always remember. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, a lot of trees. I hit I hit into some trees, found some trouble a yeah, little bit there's off the stu- but that there's, there's a couple of stu- places you're in absolute jail, especially when you're going along the that one road on yeah. like the I guess that'll be the northern side of the course. It's just a wall of trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I had a couple missed
1: drives that were some pulls into the trees and those ended up being high high hole high scoring holes but no nah, dude it was fun and i i expected to pretty much play like that but i was yeah. very pleased with my ball striking i i for the most part my miss was pretty consistent um and i didn't miss too many iron shots so i was a little frustrated that i couldn't chip and putt very well but that'll come back i wouldn't i wouldn't and chipped and putted today for a little bit so nice. um it's just it's just getting my touch back and my feel back right
0: on started getting a little handsy and then just yeah, I mean, like, you know, everyone like, knows that. I mean, the the hardest thing to to dial back in is your short game or your feel, right? Yeah, I mean, you kind of keep it simple with your swing, so you usually be like, oh, I need to take more time off, you know, for that type of thing. But chipping and putting, um, it's hard to get that back if you're you know used to doing that more often than not. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, I'll,
1: I'll it'll it'll come back. I'm I'm looking forward to to playing this weekend, so uh, getting a couple consistent rounds in here probably go practice chipping and
0: putting again one more time yeah i want to go to the range at least once do some short game stuff too before we play on sunday at peacock Um, which is very manteca like in a lot of ways in terms of it's short it's easy um i feel like there's even less trees there there's less trees there but there is that creek that runs you got water yeah. yeah yeah Um, handicap still fourteen. Still
1: fourteen. I just posted then but I the it'll stay the same. Yeah, Perhaps even go up. Um but that's fine. I have like I said, I haven't I haven't been practicing playing too much, so I can't really expect to have that great of improvements. Yeah. Uh although having said that, I think I think I again I was pleased with my ball striking. So I uh if I can get my touch back around the greens should be in good
0: shape. Yeah. Right on. Um, I didn't play this week. I did go to the range a couple of times. I got a lesson in with Dylan. Yep. Um, it was great, dude. We went over there and, uh, me and Natalie both got a lesson and it was a great afternoon. Um, beautiful day in in Marin as well. Um, and then we went to the range together on, on Sunday and I could tell that she's already like putting it all together. Yeah. Trying to, to, you know, get better. It was really fun to watch. That's great. Um, yeah, so uh, I won't be playing until until Sunday with you, and uh, my handicap hasn't moved. I posted an 88 at Presidio on the 21st, which I thought would have brought it up, um, but it did not, so I don't know how that works. I think it's it's the average of your
1: top, like, your, your best scores. Gotcha. Your lowest X amount of scores out of your last 20 or whatever. That makes sense. So... You got to post more
0: 90s to get that well, thing. Out. I, hopefully, I don't have to do that. <laughs> hopefully, those days are done. Um, right on. Should we talk about some PGA talk here? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Honda Classic. Uh, pretty exciting Sunday for the tournament after yeah. a, a kind of a boring three days. Not necessarily in terms of watching balls go in the water. I can't believe how many balls. Man, that, play that course plays water. tough. The course plays tough. It's like 300 almost. It's. Uh...
1: It's it's a, it's a it's a challenge. So it, it it was fun even though like you said Burger was kind of running away with the tournament. It seemed it was like still, that. It was still everyone hanging out there and it's kind of just like one of those it's just a matter of time. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like if you're like playing a in 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 a hoop game, right? And one team shot really well and the other team's like bad shot percentage at halftime but right. you know it's just right. like the the averages are going to play out and eventually he's going to post some some bogeys
0: yeah um and unfortunately for that hint for him that was that was his i mean what his sunday afternoon was you can't you don't think anybody's going to have four straight days at that course without having some bad things yeah happen i mean the, the coverage where they were talking about burger and you know, he's like one of that group of golfers who has like a, a very similar move at the top of the backswing. They're talking about how it's, oh, it's very old school, you know, just really hyping him up. So he's not going to, you know, essentially conceding the tournament to him on on, on Saturday. Yep. And he gave it away. Uh, he he gave it away. He gave away the lead, I have to say. I don't think that necessarily he he gave away the tournament, but no. he definitely gave away the lead there. And I mean, right I, off the bat. Yeah. I mean, he was... He was losing strokes. I mean, I think he bogeyed the last hole too on Saturday, and then lost a stroke on the first right hole. away on that yeah, name on Monday, and so then or by not the, Monday Sunday or Sunday by and then by the fourth um hole he yeah, had lost he was, four strokes. Yep, he was tied. Which, uh goddamn, I don't know how you come back from that. I mean, he started he started kind of battling back a little bit. He had a he had a chip. A chip in that gave him a, a birdie and kind of, you know, a little bit of momentum, a but, little bit. Um, but god damn, it's it tough was, to make shots up on those last few holes. Definitely. Um,
1: I mean, yeah, dude, that course played hard. It was, it was, it was, fun to watch. Even, even throughout the, the, the weekend, weekend where a burger was kind of running away with it. Uh, guys were struggling. I don't know. I, I've, I always. Go back and forth if like I I prefer my tournament to be like that or like mm. twenty under par. I think I'd rather see like minus seven to minus ten under par win a tournament versus just
0: you know an onslaught of birdies. I have to say it was it that course is exciting because it has birdieable holes throughout. It just has that extremely tough.
1: Yeah, I mean every day there. out there someone someone posted a couple people posted yeah. a good score. So they're they're out there to be had, but you just got to be. A really good ball striker.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta strike the ball very well there. Um, yeah, they were saying too on the coverage that uh, Berger made like he on on Sunday he didn't make anything longer than three feet for the entire day. And when I was listening to the post game or the the, the post round interview with him, he said the same thing. He said I didn't make a single putt all day, and that'll do it. Because um, we watched him just he played he played exceptionally well for three days out there. And, yep. And he had a couple bad holes. and If you're not making putts to kind of bail yourself out down, you know, when you're not playing your best, um, that's a recipe for losing a five stroke lead in a tournament. It is, it is. Um,
1: but no, it was exciting, exciting to watch. Seb Straco had, uh, I mean, he birdied 18 to basically win it, right? Yeah. Lowry had to finish and it was fucking just pouring rain too.
0: So, and he had, he had a good putt, um, for, for Eagle there too. So it was a little tap in for the, For the bird.
1: Yep. Uh, so, I mean, he went out there and took the tournament over after once it was tied. So, and, uh, Lowry was playing well. Fucking Svensson was up there for a second. Yeah. His back nine fell. He fell apart. Um, and made it very interesting for
0: those that tailed the top 10 bet, (laughs) but he still got in there. Um, I totally agree with what you said about Sep Straka going out and winning it. He birdies the last three of the last five holes. And he leapfrogs Lowry. Um, no one was really keeping an eye on him. He was playing solid all day long. Uh, I don't think Berger lost it either. I think that Step went out there and just and took it right when it mattered most. Yeah, yeah. That's how you like to see a golf tournament won. He even said, he acknowledged the rain, rain helped him out a little bit on that second shot into um, into 18 there. Both those guys kind of benefited from from the rain, rain falling right there. Mm-hmm. Um but, yeah, I mean, it was an exciting finish seeing that happen. And, um, you know, you're kind of hoping for Berger to maybe sneak in there at the end, but you just couldn't pull it off.
1: Nope.
0: It wasn't in the cards for him. What else we got for the Honda Classic?
1: Uh, that dude took like 30 seconds to hit a shot. <laughs> was he that? that? No. Uh, some guy. Oh, he, he was, was playing just... with Brooks. He was like fidgeting. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't, couldn't couldn't pull the trigger. Um, that was pretty funny. What else happened?
0: Uh, nothing else really, right? Nothing crazy too or too crazy. No, I mean the the no one was throwing up crazy rounds in terms of uh other than burger for three days. Yep, it was. It was a very humbling experience for a lot of these guys. I mean, I, I counted, I, I stopped keeping track or following the coverage when it said 273 yep. balls. When there in. was a grip, it was, that was entertaining though. Just every other, like you see a shot and you essentially see someone hit one into the, into the water. It's nice. <laughs> it makes you feel better. It makes you feel much better. Um, do you want to touch on the API coming up? Or do you want to just cover that for, for gambling? We can just cover it when we go gambling. Okay. Uh sounds good to me. Because cool. I, w- I wanted to get into this this next topic with All right. the, the, I'm ult- excited. the ultimate golf course design. I'm very excited. Let's so do it. We should set up some some parameters, right? Like <laughs> okay. okay, so we should have like location and setting. Um like what type of course is it? Is it like public, private, resort? Yep, yep. All right. What um you can pick who would design it, living or dead, and then the other the other ones, I'll just ask if you're going to have anything like that in there. Okay. All so. right. Okay.
1: So, in theory, do I have to pick an actual place, or I can go to, like, imagination land here and go coastal, <laughs> inland, mountain, uh... Have it all included into one... No, 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 like, that That would be excessive, but, um... <laughs> I'm going to try to pick a real place, uh... So the ultimate golf course design, I would want like, I would want. Mm, I'm gonna say coastal. Um, I thought about this when I saw you put this on here. So, so if, if as far as the ideal location, I'm gonna say definitely coastal, right? Coastal, uh, Spanish Bay, Monterey Peninsula coast yeah. is probably the the pinnacle of that. Um, but even, you know, like it'd be cool. I'm, I'm cool with like a island coastal vibe as well. Yeah. Um, and then as far as designing it, pending where I go, if it's, if it's more like Monterey coast design, I'm going to have to go with Mr. McKenzie to be mm-hmm. the designer. If I'm more in like a island coast tropical setting, mm-hmm. I would go with Pete Dye. Right. So that's when I'm stuck on the location <laughs> and – but I'm going to just say for the – sake for this and being a West Coast guy, I'm going Monterey Coast, that type of uh, – mm-hmm. that type of setting. Gotcha. Uh, design, then I'm going to go to McKenzie. So – um And there's already a course like that.
0: Definitely. Then
1: uh, I'm definitely going to go a public golf course because I'm a public golf course person. Yeah. So uh, even though (laughs) I do work at a a private course, but uh, I play at public courses. And then
0: uh, what else do we got? Let's see. Um, What traditional amenities would you include? Like so, okay, if it's just a public course. So
1: public course – uh, in, if this is ultimate golf course design, most courses in the Monterey Peninsula, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, and coastal setting is tough to get land, but you need a driving range. So, mm-hmm. I want a nice driving so that range. So, you can get
0: the land, you got like a blank
1: yeah, check. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'm going to have a nice driving range uh, with grass range and a nice chipping area and a nice putting green. All your traditional putting or all your traditional practice amenities. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to definitely have. A little turn shack and then a bar separate for ease of Hell yeah. having things go on there, mm-hmm. right? Play, playing versus just hanging out. Restaurant, little, just your standard public restaurant bar. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, some good tap beers, some hard liquor available, just some classic bar food. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think you, you did. De- that's all you need for a, a, a good, the ultimate golf course. Yeah. So you're going like, a, yeah, a... a-
0: I mean, traditional. You, you want me going like menu items and no, stuff. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, what would its signature be? Like, what what signature would make it stand out? Either like a whole or an overall concept. Um. Design. So
1: I would definitely try to keep like a super old school clubhouse. Um. Maybe not the biggest, maybe, but well, uh, but I want a restaurant and bar attached to it, but nothing crazy big, right? right. But a nice kind of little old school. Almost like, uh, would it be bigger or comparable to Sharp Park's? <laughs> uh, I would say comparable to Sharp's, gotcha. actually. But like, uh, but like, but like, but like,
0: like, like finished, like without exposed walls. But like that, walls the
1: same, yeah, yeah, finished and you know, like old school, but with nicer things inside. God bless Sharp Park, but yeah. that kind of vibe. Um, Signature hole would definitely have some sort of hole going into the ocean, mm-hmm. number seven esque from Pebble or like uh, I'm sure like some holes out of like Cypress or something. Mm-hmm. Um I would think maybe like a signature par three out there, obviously, but then also I would like to have like a signature uh you know, like par five finisher into the into the uh clubhouse, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then a, a cool little
0: vibe out there with the practice green and, and outdoor dining and beverages. Uh I really liked um how Spanish Bay has their setup.
1: Yeah, that's a good little setup. Yeah. I like like even the Ritz the Half Moon Bay that was, setup, that's yeah. pretty fucking fun. Mm-hmm. People out there, wild and passing out on fucking chairs and stuff. <laughs> um yeah, something like that. And right. I I par 5 finishers always fun. Um so Something along that line.
0: Um, I'd have to say, par five finisher is definitely um, desirable if you're trailing in a match, having that yeah. last par oh, five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, still, to still come. got a hole that's t- t- available to win there. Let's see what else we got. Um, and then, I mean, other than that, like, how would your course stand out from? Uh, all yeah, the so
1: I see that we've discussed amenities. I see there's non traditional oh, yeah, yeah. amenities. Non traditional. Uh, so. I've, I've, I'm going to go a traditional amenity, but I'm going to make it non-traditional. So what I didn't, what I neglected to say in traditional amenities is we're going to definitely have a beverage cart. And now this, I got to go patent pen this, uh, this idea, but this is assuming we're in the California coast, Monterey Peninsula esque. I'm going to have my beverage cart, standard beverage, kick ass beverage cart, all kinds of beers, fucking, Craft beers and shit, cocktails, whatever you want. Um, where we go non traditional is we're out here on the California coast. We're gonna we're gonna also make this beverage cart have some uh, completely legal marijuana uh, for sale. So you can you can also pick up um, some herb if you're out on the course and you want to enjoy yourself that way. I mean, there's cigars, um,
0: and cigars and liquor on the cart. Why not?
1: Yeah. Other things, I would have a grip of tees on the at the course. So, like, That's a super hella forward tees, middle tees, combo tees, mm-hmm. and, and, like, tip-out tees, right? right? If I just had infinite land and stuff, uh, a grip of tees so everyone can go out there and play and enjoy themselves. And then, what was my other thing? Non-traditional. We got the weed beverage cart combo. Um.
0: Yeah. I think that's it. I think those sounds pretty bitching. We should definitely think a name, a name for that. Um, but a lot of the things that you said are very similar to what I, what I was thinking too. I mean, I, I picked coastal. Um, if I could do an Island, like an actual Island, that would be sick because yeah. mine would be public, but it'd also be like a resort. Okay. I'm thinking I like that I like I'm that. thinking like, imagine like, uh, a warm, uh, a warmer weather, like Band in Dunes, okay. And, like, and I've never so been, multiple, I've never multiple been there.
1: Courses available. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like a ton of courses. Mm-hmm. You're there. Um, you know, obviously, I won't get into um, like all the different courses and everything like that. But that would be ideal. Uh, if I'm just doing one course, though, it would be coastal. Um, I mean, you can't go wrong along the California coast. Really, anywhere. No, nope. I mean. Throughout like Santa Barbara, for example. Yep. 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 San Diego. Yeah. That would be, um, awesome. It wouldn't be as, as cold as, uh, the Monterey coast. And so I was thinking who would design mine would be, I would do a half Pete Dye, half McKenzie. Ah, very so, nice. <laughs> yes. And that's so funny that you picked both of those guys because I was like, okay. I, I, I was trying to think, would it be front nine or back nine? I think the, uh, the front nine I would have um be the Pete Die nine and then have the McKinsey holes being the finishing holes. Um but I'm also interested to see what, what Tiger Woods does if he starts designing yeah, a bunch of courses. And I was shit.
1: I was thinking about the the big cat. Yeah, because I mean he's gonna
0: be starting to, to get into that more. He's done the hay, yep. which is obviously a small project in, in all things considered, but he's definitely going to be you know, I mean, Jack's done it, Arnie's yep. done it. That's no, a, that's tons, the... tons
1: of guys do them. So, uh, yeah, I thought of, I thought about the cat as my designer.
0: Um, let's see. Uh, amenities. Amenities. So I would want, uh, a famous little shack that does something that has its own burger dog esque. Yeah, burger dog esque. That would be, uh, what I would like in terms of other traditional thing I wanted, I was thinking like a Riviera style clubhouse. Okay. Like if I could take any clubhouse, that would be the one or Olympic club. One yeah. One of the two. Um, yeah. Olympic clubs, adult clubhouse. Yeah. So I'll, something like that. You minus know, the hill. I'll, yeah. Minus the hill. <laughs> but the thing is I wouldn't want it to be like that type of like, like staunchy kind of yeah. private vibe. So, Uh, one thing that would have stand out about the place would be a top notch practice facility that's open to everybody, even if you're staying there or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and it would be like you know huge, uh, multi level uh driving range, nice, set like a like a huge short game area that you can like uh rent out for like groups of people and stuff like that, and you can get uh beverage service and shit like that, so you can kind of hang out, Um, service, and all that would be open late. Yeah, yeah, weed service, <laughs> and then um, but there would also the, the last thing would be lights on at least a few of the holes, and so like oh, maybe, that's
1: what I, I <laughs> had that on mind
0: too. I, that's what I forgot. I should have wrote that down. Yes, yes. So if I couldn't do lights on, in
1: the practice area,
0: lights in the practice For area, sure. and uh, like on six of the holes or something. Okay, like you can play like mm-hmm. f- the first three and the last three of the course. Yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. At night.
1: My mine was just on the practice area lights on the practice screen, so yeah. you Yeah, go out and and, and nice, nice, down. nicely done.
0: Um, another traditional thing, or another thing I would do to have it stand out would be everybody who tees off gets announced over the loudspeaker. Mm, another tribute, Chart Park esque. Yes, definitely. Except with black names we've and we've got uh, here. We here we have here we, here we have <laughs>
1: at the eight thirty group. We've got Randy. And, and his friend Ryan. And I think and, an acquaintance, and, and, uh. And, and, and Ryan's
0: friend Mo. <laughs> and, uh, they're, they're gonna tee it off right now. Oh man. Um. What else I got here? Another thing I thought that would make it stand out would be like its signature would be the first three holes would be like a, a, a series of really tough holes. So like a bear trap, but. Right off the bat, right just off to the wreck bat. your confidence. <laughs> yeah, just to get out there and, like, be super challenging, and then the rest of the course plays rather easy as you finish up. Um, That was one thing I was thinking, too. And then the last thing I have on here is for another traditional amenity being an actual caddy shack. Like, mm. caddies that are there on site, um, you know, they're like full time. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're giving lessons or helping out with, uh, with you know, people playing and all that type of stuff. Lifeguard of the pool. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> um but non traditional. Oh
1: yes, yes.
0: I don't know. That's that, that one. Lights are non traditional. That is true. Say. That is true. That was what I was thinking. Fuck. Um. Oh man. Oh, I guess another non traditional would be that you could get. You know, beer service and stuff like that out at the practice facility. Um, You don't have to like go in. You can you can kind of rent out nice like certain areas to yeah. to practice sure, your show game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that I think, sounds great. I know, sounds like dude. a couple
1: great spots. Um, it's
0: wow. just I just think there's so much room for something different. There's ha- there's courses that are being that are that have been around for a long time that have like little things about them, but there's not one that is really taking like a, a new look at, you know, how it's either designed or what amenities it has or what kind of like adds to your experience yeah, yeah, out there. You yeah. Know? No, I agree.
1: Yeah. That'd be sweet. Uh, if any billionaires are out there and that sounds interesting to you, <laughs> please reach out to us, um, have your folks talk to our folks and we can get something together, to put these plans in action.
0: It would be a, a, a wise gamble. Yes, yes, Speaking indeed. Of, of wise, see gambles. what you did. See what you did there. Wise gambles. Uh, you, had, you had. Did you have two? Two
1: yeah. two winners
0: yeah. with a couple wise guys.
1: I mean, out on. here, uh, we got winners. On, I think we might have a winner every week, there, or maybe we only have one week where one of us hasn't cashed something. Right. Um, but yes, I had two top tens hit. Uh, so my bets were Keith Mitchell plus 355, uh Brian Harmon plus 375, he missed the cut and then Svenny Adam Svensson at plus 8 hundo. Um Mitchell crept in there on Sunday. Dude, they were both yeah. actually really interesting. Mitchell was four under and then he went he bogeyed three holes in a row uh through the Bear Trap on Sunday. Goddamn. And then he birdied 18. To get him, they both finished tied for ninth. And then Svensson was like six or seven under, and he went, I think, three over, four over on the day on Sunday to, to hang on barely for the, the tied ninth. Wow.
0: That's three weeks in a row that we've hit two bets, at least, because I did the double with yep, Scheffler. Yep,
1: Yep, yep. You had uh, Morikawa and Victor Victor
0: Hovland. No, uh, Joaquin Neiman.
1: Oh, my bad. Yeah, Jocko. Sorry.
0: Um. And then you with it uh, this week. I had two guys really close. Hostler 1,000. He finished tied for 16 with Kepka, who was plus 240. Uh, was was close there on Sunday, but then he just... I think he finished tied for twenty third or something like that, plus two. Um, but right there with Captain. Didn't he hostage, shoot a
1: twenty nine or a thirty on the back or on the front nine? Louis on Friday.
0: He had he had one good round that that pulled him back into it because he started yeah, cause off terrible yeah, yeah, on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think so I think he came it was on to Friday. Like a
1: thirty or thirty one on
0: the front nine that was his back nine yeah. on on Friday. Um. So. I mean, I don't know. That's 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 a hot streak. So without doubt, winners coming out all, all over the place, all so, over the place. So the thing about doing the podcast on Monday too is we don't have access to the the lines for the top tens anymore. Not not quite yet.
1: We'll not post yet. them. We'll um, post them. The big tournament odds are out, uh, which I looked at, and I think part of why they're, they're they might not be up quite yet is because uh, is because Bryson pulled out. And because he's when when he's like you know a favorite like that, that
0: messes with everything, out,
1: it just fucks all the odds up because they gotta take them all out. So, um, but we'll see, we'll see next Monday. Uh, but I, I, I got some some guys circled, um, and I kind of got an idea where they're that will they'll fall out. This is actually going to be co- kind of cool to see if uh they fall in line with what the top 10 actual lines are, yeah.
0: But I mean, we already know the. They don't really change too much between in terms of someone jumping from a top 10 being way uh better odds than if they were yeah. to win it.
1: Uh but but I'm looking forward to this tournament obviously. Uh I saw from Instagram some caddies posting the rough looks very thick out there, which is going to put a premium on being able to drive and be a nice, you know, strong hitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so People that I'm looking at to bet probably top tens are uh, Willie Z at 28 to 1 is his odds currently. So he'll mm-hmm. probably be like in the 200 range. Uh, Keith Mitchell, because he's just a top 10 machine right now and up there in all these, these tournaments. Uh, so I'll go back to the well with him. He's 40 to 1. So probably like the, I think he's probably going to have the same odds as he did last week 350. Maverick McNeely. 70 to 1, Coke Rack 40 to 1. And then, uh, a long shot that I like is, uh, Tagala at 125 to 1. But I don't know what, the, I'm not betting them to win, yeah. But <clears throat> their top 10s, McNeely, I'm guessing will be in like the 500 range. Coke Rack will be in that 300 range. And Tagala probably be in like the 800 range.
0: Yeah. I agree with, uh, accuracy off the tee being, um, pivotal. Pivotal. Some guys, uh, who can bomb it? I mean, Rory was bombing it all over the place last year. I mean,
1: Lee Westwood was in it with Bryson last year. Yeah,
0: so you don't have to bomb it. That's right. But he got he got
1: destroyed on Sunday, I believe. Right?
0: Um. Yes. Yes. Uh,
1: I thought to I a guy thought, that can bomb it.
0: Yeah, I, I thought. Right. I thought. Yeah, he because Bryson. I mean, he just went for it. Uh, yeah, and and it paid off for him. Um. I'm going Hostler again this week just because he was so close. Yeah, I mean his his odds got. Dude, be he's up trying there. to make
1: the Masters, so he's playing. Yeah, he's super motivated and he's playing good golf.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, go- I like that pick. I'm going so, and he's pretty accurate off the tee. I'm going Rory, mm-hmm. uh, just because I, I think that this Let's is a tournament see. he can win. Rory is uh, just pull
1: up some. some he's got to be he's one a, of the favorites. Yeah, he is. John Rahm's plus eight fifty, and Rory's eleven to one at plus eleven hundred. Okay. And then I also went with one of your guys, Hideki. Yep. I like Hideki, plus 2200. Here's one that stuck out to me that I liked, but then I looked at the odds and I, I didn't expect him to be this high. It was Matt Fitzpatrick at plus 22 or 22 to 1. I thought he would have a little better price. So maybe some Vegas guys think he's going to win. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I like those. I, I might, I might tag along on hostler
0: dude I mean he was right there um he's been playing really good we've got to see him a lot up close and it just just seems like he's always at least in the thick of things
1: yeah yeah and I like the motivation factor yeah definitely trying to make the masters um is is very motivating yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) All um should we just get our up and down and get out of here yeah let's do it um I'll start this week uh up our gambling bet, our picks, be our hell bets. yeah, bro. I mean, we're cashing in. Um, over the course of the year, we've done pretty well, too, with the golf picks. So definitely an up for us. Um, another up is to be playing golf again this week. Yes. I'm excited to do that. Um, I'm very excited as well. And then I guess down. Uh, oh, here's a Down. Whatever fuckhead took their car on the Ooh, yeah, 9th green at, you, Pre- at Presidio, you can go fuck yourself along with Russia. All right, that's yeah, some bullshit. What an asshole! Whoever um, does that, I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to even assume what type of person does that. It's just somebody who uh, who likes fucking up other people's good times, and that's not cool. no need to do that. That um, is a down, especially
1: on the in the Presidio, which is like such a hella nice piece of property yeah. anyways not just the course right you know like it's just a, a beautiful piece of land it's, um, it is
0: no place for hooliganism period
1: yeah yeah that is uh, exactly as you said that's a fuckhead um so yeah don't do that don't do that it's not cool am um, I, I couldn't i completely agree uh my up uh, i'm excited to get two weeks of two two weekends in a row of playing some golf um had fun playing sun Saturday, whatever day I played. Uh, golf, gambling—that's on an up. We're definitely we're hitting them on the show, which is great. Um, and then my down is just my my putting and short game for over the weekend let me down. That's somewhere normally I can kind of rely on on my rounds uh, to do, and I, I, I drop shots there. But I'm not too concerned. Uh, I felt good hitting some chips today. Felt like I got my touch back, and just. I'll be okay uh, I gotta just just play more so that's that's in the plan
0: excellent um gonna hit the range probably one one time this week play on Sunday we'll recap that um we'll also recap the Arnold Palmer Invitational and yep. we'll, we'll probably post have our
1: bets post our bets LPGA back this week too HSBC in
0: China everyone's playing so awesome
1: that should be dope and it should be on at a weird time too which is always great
0: like, like some prime time yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah love yeah. that love that Um, All right. We'll be back next week. Yep. That does it for this episode of the Sandy Pars Podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week to unpack the Arnold Palmer Invitational and recap our rounds at Peacock Gap. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Golf and visit our website sandypars.com for a full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer Ryan Teason. and until next time, hit him straight.